We dig a little deeper into the story of young Charlie Gard and why his medical story over in Britain means something to us here in America. Plus, we'll get more details on the truck driver who was actually charged yesterday in the deaths of the immigrants and the migrants he was actually uh, transporting in a tractor-trailer truck. And is it the end of Microsoft Paint? First it was Clippy. Now maybe Paint will be going away very, very soon. We'll have that and more stories in the conversations we had all day yesterday for today's Daily Recap Podcast for July the 25th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for this podcast, the Daily Recap Podcast. And five days a week, we recap the stories that we had from the previous days. For Monday, we do Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the full weekend. And of course, on Saturday, we have a special podcast which gives you the top 10 stories for the seven days prior. So you get a chance to help us pick out the stories for the day and for the big day on Saturday by simply following us on social media and interacting with the stories as they come down. To see us in your Twitter feed, follow TH underscore conversation. To find us in your Facebook feed, look for This is a Conversation. And make sure you have the messages set so that you see what comes up in our feed. So we do come out in your main feed so you don't miss out on our stories. Or just check in on our website every so often at thisisaconversation.com. Check out our great sponsors there who help us keep things going here on the air, the digital air, if you will, especially this week's big sponsor, and that is Coffee for Less. Go to thisisaconversation.com slash coffee for less for a great deal on coffee for even less and a chance to win free coffee for a year. All that simple. Now let's get into free news coverage for the day, the day that was actually yesterday. Let's go into the Charlie Guard story, which is a very, very sad story, a very sad tale, but it parallels so many things where it's originating from with what we're dealing with here in the United States. This is assuming you are here in the States. Now, Charlie Guard is a 11-month-old baby, young man, young child, who has a rare disease and is dealing with fighting for his life, although at the moment he needs the assistance of machines to help him breathe and function and all those things. Now, his parents in England are wealthy. Let's just say wealthy. They have the means to pay for an experimental operation uh, that could save his life and help him grow up to be, in theory, a healthy young man. Uh, But the doctors in England say it's not worth it. It's not worth the effort. Uh, He's basically possibly suffering, and prolonging his life is just making it even worse, and he wouldn't survive the trip to the United States anyway. President Donald Trump has weighed in on this case, saying bring him to the States and try the treatment. Uh, the people in London and England are kind of up in arms because he's, he's staying at a very prestigious hospital that's now getting death threats because of the way the case is being handled. And as we said before, the family has means. The family can actually pay for this thing out of pocket. But what is the big issue is the healthcare system in Great Britain. It is more or less... A, a socialist type of health care system, a more universal health care, the kind of things that Obamacare sort of was supposed to become but didn't because of different things put in its place. Now, the battle for health care is a big thing here in the United States. Over there in Britain, it's not seen so much as the government is getting in your business, but it's the doctors themselves are ex- actually sort of dictating what needs to be done as opposed to the families and going on forward. That's the big question mark here for whatever will turn into universal health care, affordable health care, American Health Care Act, whatever will get in the end that is the end product, what Obamacare sort of promised, 
was not not the way that you know you'd be dictated by the doctors about what's happening here in the states in our healthcare system because everything is mostly just dictated by the cost of the uh, of the of the care and the insurance's ability to help people pay for it. People are tied to their employers for big insurance as opposed to going on their own. So this is a fight here in the states uh, for keeping something like this from happening. This is a a group of people who have the means to pay for this thing themselves, but they won't do it over there because the system won't allow it, and they can't move him to the states because they believe he would not make the trip. We'll see how this thing rolls out. Now it's gone to legal systems where to see whether uh, Charlie Gard's parents can take him out of the country for this actual experimental uh, treatment, and then we'll see if the treatment actually works. Now, for those of you who love Microsoft Paint, and many of you do, uh, I've got sad news for you. Well, it's not as sad as you think. Microsoft Paint is on a list of apps that are going to be discontinued uh, on Windows 10's next update. So the next update for Windows 10, there's various things that are going away in the Windows operating system. Microsoft Paint is not going away yet, but they're going to officially stop updating it as of the next update. So from that point on, however long Paint lives is however long Paint lives. But like many sort of things that go into beta and kind of sit there forever in this Internet age, Microsoft Paint will sort of hover in limbo for upcoming years. Now, Paint has not had any significant updates in years anyway nothing too major just basically keeping up with security and keeping it active for the newer platforms but because there are so many other platforms that people use and obviously many people use web-based systems for their editing for things like that paint always being the sort of the ugly stepchild of the uh, the of the image editors uh not always the most powerful but some people have done a lot of great things and were able to use paint for awesome things including back in the day when it was all you had and all you had was eight colors and it was pretty fun to play with microsoft paint is not being discontinued quite yet but it will no longer be supported with updates from the next release of windows 10 on very quickly webmd which put itself up for sale a few months ago has a buyer 2.8 billion dollars from kkr private equity firm who is basically growing his portfolio in health stuff uh, so WebMD will still exist and uh, probably be run pretty well on a private level. Now, no longer, no longer will be a publicly held company, so won't be traded uh, for sale there. But you can still go online and figure out what your crazy illnesses are and sort of uh, hypochondriac yourself into sickness based on the WebMD's diagnosis. We found out more information about the truck driver uh, that was charged yesterday. Actually, charged had to appear for court and charged. For the migrants that were found in this tractor trailer, where nine of them died over the weekend. Now, uh, essentially, this guy's been running an operation where he's been uh, transporting migrants back and forth from across the border for quite some time. And uh, obviously, the conditions of having 100 people in a tractor trailer is not ideal. Uh, the, the trailer itself was sealed up fairly well, so you couldn't find the people. And there were just a couple of tiny holes where people had to take turns just um, stepping to a hole and breathing in air so that they would survive sitting in the trailer on its own. Of course, the heat of Texas this time of year, not exactly conducive to anything, uh, let alone people living inside a big metal trailer. And when they were alerted at the Walmart, when the person came asking for water because they were in such distress, they opened up the trailer and found, of course, uh, uh, 
about 30 people had to go immediately get hospitalized to get treatment, and nine people were dead in the trailer at that point. Uh, this man is facing various charges, as you would expect. Uh, we will see exactly how this thing plays out. This is one that's going to get a lot of airtime on the next couple of weeks. If you missed airtime on this one, Bush's baked beans are being recalled. The batch are being recalled because of defective cans. Now, what's defective with the cans? There are issues with the seals in the cans that may um, allow in um, some air or some whatever and allow the beans to not be as fresh and clean as they ought to be. That's not exactly the best way I can put it, but pretty much that's what I just said. So there's issues with the seals in the cans. Uh, no one's been reported to be sickened by any sort of defective beans or contaminated beans or anything like that. But the the seal issue was found during a, a normal just check for batches on how things are going out there. Every so often, quality control will take a, a can from anything out there, a batch, a, pe- a couple pieces from a certain batches, and make sure that everything was fine. And then, if something's not good, if it's not shipped out, they'll destroy it before in house. If it's shipped out, they'll recall it to make sure everything is fine. So these got out on the market. If you want to find more information on which cans of baked beans they are recalling? Go to the Bush's Baked Beans website. They will not give you that secret bean recipe, but they will get you the canned uh, number, the serial numbers, to know which beans to return. A tech company in Wisconsin is going to the future, and people are calling for the mark of the beast and all sorts of other things. Uh, this is going to be an interesting thing. Three Square Meat Markets, Three Square Market is a company that provides technology for break room and microchip markets. They have over 50 employees, and they're going to get devices planted that allow them to uh, basically sign in, sign out, and move move about. Instead of having their key fob or badge, they're going to get an RFDI chip put into their hand, their arm, about the size of a kernel of rice, and it will be able to um, open up doors uh, within seconds. Now, here's the really weird thing about that. The issue is not so much the voluntary putting a chip in yourself and using that stuff. That's been done for years, and many people with real reasons to have these sorts of things have RFDI chips for identification purposes and and purposes as well. Uh, The big issue is tracking. You are scanning yourself as you go in the door, just like you use your key fob. It gets a record of you being at a certain place. So if you're putting this tracking device essentially in your thumb, are you allowing yourself to be tracked via GPS uh, inside the building, outside the building? Can it hit a button when you say you're calling in sick and find out you're actually at the ballpark? That's supposedly not a part of this chip. This chip is only going to be sort of a dummy chip for RFDI and will just only register um, you as a legal person into the building. Also, the big issue comes when someone leaves the company, whether voluntary or involuntary. If someone gets fired, do they put them down in a chair and rip the chip out of their thumb, or do they get a chance to return at a later date to have it removed, or do they just leave it in there and hope it's actually deactivated on both sides? Because then you have a potential security risk of a person with a key, if you will, that's just kind of floating around that may or may not go live on some random occasion. A glitch in the server may allow them access to the building when they shouldn't have. And the opposite, the person with this thing in their thumb that's never coming out, that's useless, but it's a thing in their thumb that's kind of freaky and, you know, you might want to get out. No one's really answered that question because the employees have not yet gotten their chips. We will see how this one rolls as well. Four medical journals recently did the unthinkable. They accepted papers from a neuroscientist that was writing about something called mitochlorians. 
If that sounds familiar, that's because you're a Star Wars nerd and have seen and have seen the first three episodes of the Star Wars saga, the actual fourth, fifth, and sixth movie in um, release order. But in chronological order via the story, they are the opening, the prequels to the major story of Star Wars. We have an explanation on Darth Vader, who at the time was just Anakin Skywalker, on how they got to figure out that he had the Force or the potential of the Force with a made-up thing called Mitochlorians. Uh, that was essentially, if you need a MacGuffin, uh, that's essentially the gene that the X-Men have to make them mutants. It's akin to pixie dust, allowing kids to fly in Peter Pan because pixie dust is the magical <laughs> ingredient of the flying thing. Mitochlorians was something totally made up that was not in the original story, but it worked uh, for the introduction of Anakin Skywalkers. Now, why is this a problem? Because four medical journals, actual real medical journals, accepted the the papers, and three of them actually published them. And this is a problem that journals have, where they just kind of take in things and don't actually vet them very well, don't check up with any of the actual back and forths. And here's the thing. They also usually ask for money to publish your journals. Uh, that's one of the other things about journals themselves. They're having a hard time keeping themselves in business, even though the journals are a necessary part of doctoring you have to write so many things and publish so many things and get so many things out and so they are charging an arm and a leg f to doctors to publish their studies and so they can actually stay afloat as a journal stay afloat as a publication it's just the way things are these days and that's one issue in itself but the fact that they're not vetting the, the stories and taking in stories with um obvious names that are uh written there to um be jokes such as Dr. Lucas McGeorge and Dr. Annette Kin, so if you kind of pick them on that, uh, should have picked you up in the first place that what they're talking about is literally the makeup of the fake thing called the Force. So next time you're reading a medical journal, if you're wanting them to do that, make sure you're checking out the articles and seeing who's doing what and why the, the articles are being printed. And finally, we got this late last night and kicked it off as quickly as we did. Justin Bieber canceled his tour dates, and we sent the message out saying that he canceled his tour dates for the rest of his current tour. Now, what we woke up to this morning was a lot of grumbling because there was no actual explanation to why the tour was being canceled, and we had people had course overnight to complain about it. And they expect all people who bought tours tickets ahead of time to return their tickets to their point of origin, and get full refunds. But at this point, Justin Bieber is just straight up killing his tour with no reason for the believers to know why. And that's where the big instrument, the big um, mystery lies right now. Why exactly is Justin jumping off the tour? He just had a new single drop out with some, um, um, some Spanish singers, and it's uh, hot on the charts right now. Basically, everything he's does hot on the charts. He dropped something with DJ Khaled and about 800 of the guys a month ago, and that was, of course, hot on the charts. But him doing his tour, not so hot. And the fact is, his tours were making big money. So this is a big question mark that most people will want to know an answer to, even those who aren't quite believers but do like to check out the money that goes along with the music business, and especially in touring, because that's where all the artists make their money these days, not so much on the music and downloads and plays, but when they hit the concert stages. And that's the conversation stories for yesterday recapped for today. 
We'll have plenty of great ones coming up for today, we are sure. We're going to see lots of things happening up, including we got word early this morning that Daniel, Daniel Craig is back, 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 baby, for another 007 movie. We'll talk about that in conversations throughout the day and, of course, tomorrow's podcast. To be a part of tomorrow's podcast, you're not going to actually be in the podcast, but you can see the stories and help us pick the ones that need to get the best love. You go to Twitter and follow us at TH underscore conversation. You go to Facebook and look for this is a conversation.com. Make sure you set your feed so you actually get our messages in your feed. And of course, go to our main website, this is a conversation.com. Thank you so much for being a part of everything we got going on. For more information about my other great projects, check out jclivingpain.net. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for being into the news, into the stories, and helping us figure out which ones are actually the big ones to talk about. More great big news coming along the way for the website and our mission. Till then, we'll just hang out and keep doing the podcast and doing the conversations. Another podcast dropping tomorrow morning from this conversation.com. 